Welcome to the Become a Six-Figure Coach podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Barnhart, and I help women coaches make six figures and multiple six figures in their business, all while creating a balanced life they love, which most of the time means working under 20 hours per week. I'm so thrilled that you are tuning in to this episode. Let's dive in. Hey there, coach. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I just love doing this podcast and just sitting in this chair at my office and just thinking about you and just what you need to hear for your week. And today, it was on my mind to talk about this topic because a lot of my clients face this. And so I thought it would be relevant and helpful for you as well as a listener to this podcast. So here's the thing. Sometimes when you are working in your coaching business, and actually a lot of the time, because this just comes up a lot, you don't always feel like doing the work. Whatever that thing is, whether it just seems kind of mundane or it seems scary. There's two ends of the spectrum, right? And then there's other times where you feel completely motivated and on fire and just ready to attack everything that is on your calendar and or on your on your to-do list of things that you want to get done for your business. And so what what is the difference between those two? What is the difference between those two different scenarios? It's like the work could be the same. Sometimes it's not. Maybe sometimes, you know, there are there are things that that just seem really mundane, really things that you just don't like doing. But you're at the place in your business right now where you're not yet wanting to hire it out or anything. And so, hey, who is going to do it? You are going to do it, but you don't want to do it. So what do you do in that situation? Okay, so that's what we're talking about today. So if you find yourself putting something off, let's say that you put it on your calendar, and first and foremost, you want to start planning things in your calendar if you're not doing that yet, because it becomes very, very clear what is going on if you aren't actually doing what's in your calendar to begin with. And so even if you don't do what's in your calendar, let's say you put it on your calendar and then you don't do it. Well, that doesn't mean that you're a failure and that you'll never follow your calendar and calendaring just doesn't work. No, it's, that is the time to get curious and see, oh, what is going on for me here? Why did I not show up and do what was on my calendar? I wonder what is going on. And the thing is, it's like when the, the, the people who plan things in the calendar and are just like, okay, this doesn't work because you're not following it, um, they miss out on so much. There's so much there to uncover and, and learn about yourself if you're not following your calendar yet. And it's just a tool. It's a tool to help to bring even more awareness to what it is that that makes you you at this point in time. And what makes you you at this point in time are your thoughts and what you're thinking about yourself and your capabilities and the work in front of you and all of the things and the things that you're feeling inside of you that is causing you to either show up and follow your plan or not. 
So if you find yourself, you put on your calendar, yet you didn't do it, well, why? We're going to be talking. We're going to be talking about that today, so that you can see exactly why. And let's say that it, this doesn't matter. It's like if you have put it off for a day, or a few days, or a week, or even a month or more. Sometimes that happens, right? And it only you will only see why it happens when you finally decide to look at it. And that's what you're doing here on this podcast. You're, you're gaining insights as to how to get yourself to do something when you don't feel like it. Okay. So, so glad that you're here. So what is happening is you might be thinking that, oh, I fell off the wagon, right? Or I, you know, I just, yeah, I stopped and I just can't bring myself to get started again. And then you just start losing confidence in yourself, right? And the truth is, though, you can't fall off anything, okay? There's not something that if you start in your business and you stop, it's not that you fell off or that, or that you know, life just swept over you and pulled you away. There's no other, like, force that, that, is, uh, that is pulling at you other than where your mind is going. Okay. So you're either working on your business or you're not. And it's simple as that. Okay. It, it's more so where is your brain focus going? What are the stories that you're telling yourself about your current circumstances and the emotions that you are currently feeling when you're thinking about doing this thing that you know you you want to do, but you don't want to do, right? It's like part of you wants to do it because you want to move things forward in your business, but the other part of you just really doesn't want to do it, right? So how do you get yourself to do something? So there are coaches out there where they get all what like Nike slogan on you and they say, just do it. I think that that's the Nike slogan anyways, if I'm remembering correctly, um, but, but they say, just do it. And so yes, I, that is, you know, that, that is true, right? You just need to do it. However, it doesn't, it's not, I don't find that as helpful because like you, you because you don't know where it's coming from you don't know why you feel that way and you also you also are oftentimes making it mean something about you so it that is negative and it just cr creates it creates more of that spiral more of that cycle and you're just not going to want to do it and here's the thing sometimes you're not going to want to do it right but it's important it, it, it's it's valuable to see why and to understand why Okay. Now it doesn't mean that you're going to a hundred percent change the emotion there of like, you know, I don't really like this thing or, and that's a thought, right? But the emotion there of dread or the emotion there of fear or the emotion there of, um, you know, frustration with like a tech thing or something that, that you're working on. It's like that emotion is there, right? And so it doesn't mean that we have to wait until that emotion is not there to show up and do something. Um, but it's important to, to understand as to why you're not actually taking action and doing the thing. Okay. The emotion is present, right? We're not always going get, to get rid of the emotion when we are doing something that we want to do in our businesses. But it's important to see the reasons why 
it's there to begin with. Okay. And so, yes, it's true. Like you just do have to do it. But like anything else, what are the steps to know what's happening and where to start? Because you just don't feel like it. You don't feel like doing it. So here is what you want to do, my friend. First, you want to get real with where you're at right now. Okay. You have a dream in your heart to become a six-figure coach or a multiple six-figure coach, whatever it is that you are going after, right? It's a dream in your heart. You have either started your coaching business and you've been at it for a while or wherever you're at in the, in the journey, right? You, you know that you want to do this business. You've already decided it's something that you, you have committed to. And, and so it's there, right? You have it in your heart and sometimes you work on it and then sometimes you just don't feel like it, right? And sometimes you don't work on it and that's just where, where you're at. So you want to get real with where you're at right now. Okay. So get real with that emotion. What is it that you are feeling and don't push it down telling yourself, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. I can't do the work if I feel this way. Okay. So we don't want to like, we don't want to judge ourselves for having this emotion. We don't want to tell ourselves that we can't have this emotion. We don't want to, we don't want to tell ourselves anything other than giving ourselves complete acceptance and compassion for where you're at right now. If it's like, for example, let's just do an example of a tech example, because this happens a lot tech or, you know, support on something or, um, or, or something like that, right? Let's say that you have, uh, you know, a tech issue that's happening and you're dreading it. You don't, you don't want to bring yourself to do it. Um, and, and you're just like telling yourself, I don't know what to do here. This is so frustrating. It always takes so long to, 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 you know, I just go in and it just takes forever to actually get this thing done. And then uh, oftentimes I don't even get it done. So why even start? Right. And so, so just get real with yourself. Yeah, you're frustrated here, right? You, you feel frustration here. And, and it's important to see that because, because it's like, well, whether you're dreading it or you're feeling like it's so much effort or if there's doubt or if there's fear there, it's important to, to name that first. Okay. And the re so the reason why you are not doing the thing that you have planned on your calendar or that you say that you want to do, maybe you're not even planning it in your calendar, but you know, you want to do it technically because it will help you move things forward if it's done. Um, the reason why you're not doing it is because you haven't yet processed that emotion or named that emotion or allowed yourself to have that emotion. So you want to start there. I'll give yourself the gift of being able to have that emotion and being human on this planet. Okay. Give yourself that gift because we are going to feel a full spectrum of emotions throughout our life. And anytime we are trying to push it away or avoid it, well, guess what? At the same time, we are avoiding that very thing that's going to help us move our business forward. However, the fun thing about emotions and avoiding emotions is like the, it's like the very thing you're trying to avoid and not feel by not taking action is the very emotion you're feeling in not taking action. Does that make sense? There's like a, like a mind twister. <laughs> so let me say it again. Okay. The fun thing about emotions is when you are trying not to feel something 
And because you are putting the emotion on the thing that is in your calendar or not in your calendar, but the, but that but the thing that's on your list that you know that you want to do, and you're tying that emotion to that thing, well then you just try to avoid the the the, the thing altogether. The the like whatever it is, the tech issue thing that you're trying to fix, or you know writing an email, or going live, or what ever it is for you. And it's different for everybody, right? We all have our things that we just don't like doing. But what but when we tie our emotion of frustration or fear or or dread or whatever it is, whatever that emotion is, to the thing and we're just like we don't want to feel it and you know we're kind of beating ourselves up for feeling that way because we don't want to feel like that in our businesses. Um, when you tie the emotion to the thing, well then of course the the the, the thing you're gonna try to avoid, right? Because you don't want to feel that emotion. But the crazy thing is you are feeling it anyways because you are avoiding it. So it's still there. It's under the surface and it's like festering inside of you. And it just doesn't feel good at all. And then from that place, your mind comes up with all the all of the things about you that you don't like in reference to that. Like, see, I never finish things. See, I never get things done. See, if only I would have just done that yesterday. And I can't move forward until this thing is done. Like all of those things. And then you beat yourself up for not doing the thing. And so in the avoiding, in the avoiding of the thing, you still aren't avoiding the emotion, even though, you know, you're trying to, it's d it doesn't actually avoid it. It just puts it off and elongates it so much longer. It's not a fun experience. And the thing is, we can avoid all of that by just allowing the emotion to be there and doing it anyways. Because we're not avoiding it to begin with when we try to push it aside. Because that's the thing. We are the creator of our emotion, not the circumstance, not the task on your calendar or on your to-do list, wherever it's at, right? It's like it's the emotion is not attached to the thing. It is, it is attached to our thinking. Okay, and so when we're thinking about the thing, well, then we create that emotion, whether we're doing it in the moment or we're thinking about it, we keep thinking about it, we keep thinking about it because we got to keep doing it, like we just because it has it's not done yet, right? So it has all of that mental weight, or it feels like mental weight, and and then you're creating that emotion even longer when you put things off right? Even longer. You, know, you don't avoid it. And on top of that, you have heaped a whole bunch of judgment on yourself for avoiding the thing to begin with, okay? So as our first starting place, you want to get real with where you're at right now. That is first and foremost, okay? Number one. Number two, you want to know this, okay? This is so important for you to know. Life is 50-50 emotion, Okay, because we have two main parts to our brain. We have the higher brain and the lower brain. I'm going to get into that in a moment. But first and foremost, it's like you have to understand that there's no emotion that you can't feel. Okay, and in the process of trying to not feel an emotion, you still feel it anyways, and you feel even worse about yourself, and you elongate that negativity. Okay, and when you elongate the ne negativity, well, then you're going to create more and more and more negativity. 
okay, in your life, right? You might have some interjections at positivity, and then you go right back to the negativity. And it's like that, it's like that, ju just that, that space that you're in, okay? So life is 50-50 emotions because we are human. And so we, it's, it's okay to feel frustrated or dread about a thing, right? But that does not mean, that does not mean that that thing actually creates it, it's our mind that's creating it because our, we are thinking about the thing, about whatever that task is that we wanna do. And in the process of that, it's like when we don't do it, it elongates it, but, but it's like, so what? If you feel that about the thing, you're gonna feel it anyways, right? Because it's all in your thinking. So you can change your thinking, that is an option, but sometimes it just it just is actually better to just allow yourself to feel that way, whatever the little bit of dread or any of that, and to raise up another feeling stronger, like commitment, like disciplined, like um, like you know confidence that you that you're gonna do it anyways, even though you're dreading it, like trust in yourself. Okay, so you can raise up a different emotion so it's stronger, and that will override that other emotion. It will still be there. It might be screaming at you a little bit, <laughs> right? But if the other emotion is stronger, then you're going to do it. Are you going to do the thing? And even if the other emotion isn't stronger, you can still just, just decide to do the thing anyways, right? Um, and honestly, it's like really, it's it'll, sometimes sometimes when you're doing something, you it, you can ha you can hold space for both things, right? You can hold space for the dread or the fear, and hold space for trusting yourself and commitment, right? Or determine the determination. And so it's like it there can there can they, it can coexist. It can coexist beautifully. It really can. But you have to first you have to first be okay with feeling it. Because if you're not okay with feeling it, well, guess what? You're going to avoid or resist or 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 um, do all kinds of things that are just going to elongate that whole experience for you in a way that you do not like. Okay, so to avoid to avoid that and completely prevent that from even happening, just if you just allow yourself to feel the emotion to begin with the first time when it's on your calendar, you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, let's do this. I'm committed. I'm showing up from my calendar. I trust myself. I'm going to get it done. And even though I'm dreading this, even though I don't want to do this, even though, you know, all of these things for the reasons why I don't want to, I actually do want to. I actually technically want to do this more because I'm building trust with myself. I trust myself to follow through no matter what right and so it's like that emotion becomes stronger okay so but first of all you're still going to have the other emotion so you you don't want to wait for motivation to just hit you before you do the thing sometimes you want to carry the other emotion with you at the same time say hey okay i guess you're coming along for the ride right now and have compassion for yourself for feeling it to begin with it doesn't mean that you can't do the thing it doesn't mean that it needs to hold you back and prevent you from from doing the thing because it's part of the human experience and you're human right <laughs> so I'm sure you are. Um, so that's just really important for you to know. Okay. The other thing that you want to do is also understand that uh, understand the 50, 50, 50, 50 emotions. And the reason why we have 50% positive emotions, 50% negative emotions in our life is because 
we are human and because we have a human brain. And human brains, in terms of thought work, I mean, there's lots of parts to your brain, right? But in terms of thought work, the, the two main parts for you to just know and understand at the basic level is that there's a higher brain and a lower brain. The higher brain directs you where to go when you decide to use it. Okay, and that is the part of our brain that we want to use if we want to create results in our life that we want, like results that, that the results of like goals that we want to achieve, results we want to create, money we want to have in our businesses. Okay, um, pe- like growing our growing our coaching programs, filling them up. So that that's the part of our brain that we really want to continually be using. Okay, however. The human experience, we you know, we have the other part of our brain too. And we're always gonna have both parts of our brain. It's just like, are they in harmony with each other? Which one is leading the show, okay? For most people, the one that's leading the show is the lower brain. And the lower brain, you know, for like what, like at, at a certain point, the lower brain is going to to be, the lower brain can be your, is your friend for a lot of things in your life, okay? So I'm not saying like, I don't want you to think that your lower brain is like the enemy of you, okay? Because that, that is not the case. Um, but the lower brain likes to be efficient. It likes to try to keep you safe. So some things that it says are just ill-informed because it's trying to keep you safe. It's trying to keep you where you're at because so far you've been okay, right? You haven't died. You are, you're living, you are breathing. And so it kind of just want, just wants, just wants you to stay where you're at. Like not, it doesn't want you to, to, you know, go outside of your comfort zone. Okay. I just don't like that. But your higher brain, your higher brain can do that. It can direct you where to go and you can calm your lower brain. Okay. And that's what we do in coaching. We help you calm your lower brain so that your higher brain leads the show and so that you are able to create the goals and the results that you want in your life. You can become a six-figure coach and sign those clients and help these people and live your biggest, brightest life imaginable. Okay. Uh, so, but your lower brain likes to be efficient. And so here's the thing is that, for example, if you, it it likes to not expend a lot of effort. So if it is, it likes to keep going on whatever path it's been going down. So if you're taking some time off, for example, and this happens a lot, like if you're on vacation or if you got kind of, you know, afraid of something that was in your calendar and you just kind of put it off and you, you just haven't planned it back in, well, then days and weeks and months can go by. And if you don't actually, you know, like look at, look at the reason why you, you weren't doing it and realize that you're avoiding it and, um, you know, realize like where that's coming from, if you, if you hadn't done that work yet, it's like your brain will just go into default mode, which is your lower brain mode. And it'll just, it just keeps you on the same path that you've been going down, right? It keeps you on the same path. And it doesn't like to, it doesn't like to try to shift into the higher brain unless, unless you actually become aware of, of what's going on. And that, and when you become aware of what's going on, just like you're doing right now, by listening to this podcast episode, you, when you become aware, that is when you're using your higher brain and starting to make the shifts. So what's interesting then is like, for example, if you've been on vacation for a while, or if you just, if you just haven't been working your business for a while, and now you just decide like, okay, 
okay, yes, it's time to get back in and do things. And I just don't want, I just don't feel like it. It's kind of like your your lower brain is putting up a fit. (laughs) It's like a little tamper tantrum. And, um, and, and you just don't really want to do it, right? But it's really a conversation that you're having between the two brains, right? Um, But here's the thing. It's like you get to decide. You always get to decide what you end up doing. And so often when when you when you tell yourself thoughts of like, oh, I have to do this, but I don't want to. And you're kind of rebelling against yourself. It's just fascinating to me. It's fascinating to me because I used to do this too. And sometimes I still sometimes I still do this, but then I always catch myself because I because I'm so aware of this now. Um, I see this in my clients so much. Uh, but my clients become aware of it too. And so it's just it's it's wonderful. Um, but I want to share this with you because like anytime you are kind of rebelling against yourself, rebelling against whatever's in your calendar, which is what you put there, by the way, it's so interesting. Or whenever you, whenever you say like, oh no, I need to do this thing. You don't need to do anything. My friend, you are, you are an adult. You are a grown woman. You can do whatever the, the, whatever you want. Okay, you can do whatever you want. And so with that in mind, it's like it's like you rebelling against whatever's in your calendar and kind of like putting up a fit. It's just it's fascinating to me because because the truth of the matter is you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. Okay, so let's get real. What do you actually want to do? right? And stop being like a baby in your mind or a little toddler not getting her way. Instead, what is the grown woman version of you wants to do? Okay. And that version of you, once you like shift into that mindset, it helps so much because then you're like, oh my gosh, I am being silly. And yes, like you need to be compassionate with yourself. And, and when I say like, oh my gosh, I'm being silly, like not in a way that is demeaning to you or judgmental or anything like that. Like it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter that you put up a fuss. So what? Have your fuss time. It's fine. And now, now let's move forward. Okay. As the grown woman that we are. And through that process, you just take charge, you take back control, and you've had the control all along. That's the thing. It's just that you remembered you have control, right? It's stepping out of emotional childhood and into emotional adulthood. And when you do that, oh my gosh, that's when you get everything done everything done that you ever want to do. So that, so, so, so that's what we want to do. And so your higher brain is always just sitting there for when you decide to use it. Okay. It's just sitting there. So how do you actually start using that? So that, so that, so that is one of the ways to start using it is exactly, is just like, you know, recognizing that you're having a little fit (laughs) and anytime you're having a fit or experiencing a negative emotion, like kind of an indulgent sort of emotion, um, because there's some negative emotions that are totally like, it's not indulgent and you actually do need to like feel it all the way through and all kinds of stuff. But the really just being aware of the indulgent emotions, and then you can just shift back into emotional adulthood and then away you go. So how do you actually start? So you start with your emotion. Um, and you start with that. So that's the starting place is be aware of where you're starting from. And then now, um, uh, now the next thing that you do, what I find so helpful is to, is to think about yourself in the future. Once you have completed that thing, right? Once you've actually completed that thing, um, think about how you're going to feel when you're done. Okay. Visualize it being done in your mind. How are you going to feel? What will you be saying about yourself when it's done? 
what what is what is what are those things what are you going to be saying about yourself when it's done okay and whatever that is you want to start feeling that now okay before you even do it you want to start feeling that now and like raise up that raise up that feeling in your body because you know that you're going to be feeling it when it, when the when the task is done because of thoughts you're going to be thinking when the task is done so if you start identifying as the woman who gets it done right? Then you're going to be feeling a certain way. You're going to be shifting into a whole new emotional state, which is wonderful because it's going to really help you as you're still kind of combating some of the dread uh, of the other thoughts that go along with whatever that circumstance is that you are trying to do that's in your calendar or on your to-do list, <laughs> right? And so it's so, it's so that, that, that is like a really great thing to, to do is to just start visualizing, you know, what it's going to feel like when you're done, Okay. And then step into the identity now. And then another thing that I like to do a lot and just, just add in an, as an added on layer, if you want to, you don't have to do this, but it's like, you, it's like everything that comes along for the ride. So whatever other emotions you're feeling, like if it's dread, if it's fear, whatever, you just, you want to acknowledge that part of yourself. Like, yeah, I know you don't like doing this thing, but we're going to get it done. So let's just do this. And then, and then, you know what? I, you know, I don't like this thing, but I want to make it fun too. So what are all of the ways you can make it fun what are all the ways that you can play a little game with yourself as you're doing the thing like maybe maybe what you do is you is you catch your brain like every single time it tries to throw a fit and you're like oh yep there you go again how many times are we gonna do this right and you just make it a game <laughs> a little game with yourself um there's there's no shame in talking to yourself <laughs> in your brain or or out loud seriously okay um and then the other thing that you can do to make it fun, so you can you can make it a game, or you can throw some music on, which I love doing with like mundane tasks. Um, I like to throw some music on, you know, whatever upbeat music or classical music or jazz chill or something that I like to listen to a lot, or heart sounds, which is a playlist that, that my friend um, put together. Um, but it's like, what what do you want to like? What music do you want to listen to? Go for it. Listen to music. Um, another thing that you could do is make it an experience for yourself, right? Like how can you make it an experience for yourself? Can you light a candle that you don't usually light? Can you, you know, have some incense going, right? Burning or have some essential oils like being diffused. How can you make it an experience that is enjoyable to you? Okay. Um, while at the same time, Knowing that, hey, yeah, you know, I'd read this a little bit too, but I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to do it my way. Okay. And then what else could you do? Um, something else you could do is you could change the environment. You could go to a coffee shop and, you know, be around a completely new environment, or you can go to the park and sit under the shade. Or you can just decide, you know, I don't want to go out and do that. I'll just sit on the floor, <laughs> just something different, right? And it doesn't even matter what you do. It's just like sometimes you just, like it just helps to change up your your physical like location or the, you know, like your, your, you just, you can just, you could do it standing potentially. Sometimes you could take your computer, your laptop to the counter and work or something. It's like, what, how can you change things up? Just, just a little bit, a little tweak can go a long way and kind of shifting. Cause what it does is it kind of shifts you out of, of the, the of the mental state that you're in a little bit, 
Okay. And sometimes it it does a lot (laughs) too. And it's like, okay, that's all I needed in order to, in order to, to be able to shift my mindset and in in order to help that, that my thoughts go into a different direction. Cause it always goes back to your thoughts, but your lower brain part of yourself likes things to be efficient. So if you stay in the same spot, well then, you know, it's easy to, to keep going down, keep going down the same thought processes too. Okay. Okay. So then, um, yeah. So like, what do you want to do? Or you could just go to a different room in your house and work like a room you don't normally go into work. Okay. How can you make it fun? How can you make it fun or different? All right. So that, that's another thing you can try to do. Um, and then you just want to start right at that point. Like you, you know why it's happening. You're trying to avoid something, but now you know, Hey, you're onto yourself. You can't avoid it. You're actually making it worse. And, um, you're not throwing a fit anymore right? Or at least like, you know, you can identify that that's what you were doing. And so now you decide like, nope, I'm going to lead the show. I'm a grown woman. I'm going to do this thing. And then you might, you might make it fun or you might just do it. Just, you don't have to make it fun. It's fine. At least play the game with yourself. It's kind of fun to do that one. And then, um, and sometimes like, even if, if you know, if you know that a thing is in your calendar and you know, you, you see it coming up, in your calendar, you could, in order to, in order to be able to get through the other things in your day, um, it is, you can, you can decide in advance, you're going to make that time an experience for you where like, yes, at this point in time, I'm going to get up, I'm going to light a candle. I'm so excited to burn this candle and I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to get it done. And I know I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to feel so good about myself after doing it. Okay. But it's kind of like that. It's just like that little visualization of you in the future, not that far in the future, just when that time block is done in the future, it goes so, so far in getting it done. Okay. And that builds trust with yourself. And that's a beautiful thing because you want to build trust with yourself that you're always going to follow through. Okay. And then, um, so, and then when you actually start that time block, like you need to just start. (laughs) And this is where the Nike slogan comes in. Just do it. Right. And so just, just start. And because, because the thing is where focus goes, energy flows. And I believe it was Wayne Dyer who said that, but I also saw that Tony Robbins said that. So I don't know who was, I think it was Wayne Dyer who was the original, but don't quote me on that. Um, But essentially where your focus goes in your mind, that is where energy flows and where momentum builds and where energy flows, whatever you're focusing on in the moment will grow right? So if you're focused on the reasons why you can't do it, well, then you're just going to find more and more reasons, right? If you focus on the reasons why you can, you will find more and more reasons why you can, and you will do it. If you just sit down and just do it, well, then you're going to, you're going to get immersed in it and you're going to get it done. You're going to get it done. Okay. And then if you're not exactly sure where to start, sometimes it just helps to break it down. Okay. Break the thing down. If you're not sure where to start, look at the components of the project. Okay. Make it efficient by taking your first few minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes, whatever. Okay. However long it takes, don't get caught up in how much time it takes to, to, to in order to start being more efficient, but it's like, make it efficient by taking your first few minutes or whatever it is to plan out how you are, are approaching it and then go all in. Okay. Go all in on the, that first step. Once you have it kind of mapped out, how you, how you're going to approach it. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Those are my strategies for how to get yourself to do something when you do not feel like doing it. Okay. So I hope that this message has served you, my friends. I will see you again next week on the podcast. 
Have an amazing week. If you love this episode and want to take things further and go all in and become a six-figure coach, then I invite you to join my coaching program, Six Figure Coach Academy. Inside this program, you'll have access to all of the coaching and support and steps and feedback that you need to take your business to your first six figures and then grow it to multiple six figures per year. Head on over to sixfigurecoachacademy.com. That's the number six figurecoachacademy.com. And I will show you everything you need to know. I'll see you inside.